news and interviews from across the world and right here in the central Susquehanna Valley. This is WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Rob Center is in place, ready for another big week of being our fabulous producer, so we appreciate his help and hard work. We know Matt Catrillo is out there, our news director, sending all kinds of notes out and about, make sure everything is at the ready. So we always appreciate his help and hard work. And on the news line with us now, Ben Hayes is program director at the Watershed Sciences and we're in the Watershed Sciences and Engineering Department at Bucknell University. Your other title, please, Ben. I know you're in charge of one of the big uh, study areas over there. Good morning, Mark. It's nice to be on with you. I uh, uh, teach classes in stream restoration and watershed sciences, and I'm chairing this year's uh, 15th uh, Susquehanna River Symposium. All right, fabulous. Well, we appreciate uh, all that help because we know that the symposium is uh, always uh, an attractant for people who are really interested in studying what's happening with the Susquehanna River. I've learned so much over the decades uh, at the symposium. Uh, tell us about this, the year's uh, annual symposium. It is all online. I'll go ahead and say that, and it is this Friday and Saturday, and it's the 15th anniversary. So dig into it farther. Well, it's hard to believe that uh, back in uh, 2006, uh, a number of colleges in the area, along with Geisinger and some state and federal um, environmental agencies, gathered together to offer the first uh, river symposium. We called it from the branches um, to the confluence, from the branches of the Susquehanna, of course, the north and the west, and um, to the confluence at the Chesapeake Bay. And over the years, it's grown to to uh, include areas even much larger than the Chesapeake Bay and the entire Mid-Atlantic. And this year's event um, has a sort of a trifold theme, watersheds, ecosystems, and sustainability. Those are three key words that, uh, that emerge from all the abstracts that were um, submitted to the symposium. We're going to have students and faculty from a number of universities in um, Pennsylvania and New York, and um, even some from Florida. Um, as well as um, professionals from Geisinger um, and um, a number of state and environmental agencies are going to be presenting posters on Friday evening, and uh, there will be a number of uh, 27, actually, oral presentations on Saturday afternoon. And this year, being a banner event, uh, the 15th anniversary, we're also having some special sessions on Saturday morning. Um, there's three. They're, they're addressing three key areas that really have sort of watershed moments, events that have emerged in the past year. Um, they'll begin at 9 a.m. on Saturday with a session uh, looking at um, how to conduct scientific uh, research during pandemics. Uh, the pandemic has really impacted uh, the ability for scientists um, to address and explore areas on the Susquehanna and other rivers, as well as uh, the forests and the landscapes that they're in. And then from 10 to 11 p.m., we're going to look at diversity inclusion, ways to eliminate racism and improve diversity in there. And that will be led by Dr. Milton Newberry, an expert in that area, who recently published an article in the journal Nature. Um, and then from 11 to 12 p.m. on Saturday, there's going to be a special session. Uh, we're excited about it, about science and communication, um, better ways to disseminate um, our findings to the public and the policymakers, reporters, voters, and other key audiences, and that'll be led by Dr. Chris Martin, a well-known biologist um, 
at Bucknell University and, and author of the, the YouTube uh, video series, Plants Are Cool. Uh, Justin Mando, um, a professor of communications at Millersville University. And um, John Zaktansky, our new um, uh, middle uh, Susquehanna River keeper, who also um, has a background in reporting and communications. So that gives you a little bit about an idea of what's happening on on Saturday, but I want to be sure to tell you a little bit about our keynote and our plenary speakers on Friday night and then on Saturday at lunch. Well, let's start with the communication and tell us how important that is. I, I have just always thought over the years to dig into the details and the subtleties and the research that underway was very enlightening to our audience, they often often didn't realize what the local schools, local colleges were doing. They didn't know what scientists were studying in the region in terms of, you know, drought or floods or, you know, the massive hydraulics during flooding time uh, down to the zones that are in the, in the rivers and creeks around here. All of these tiny details I thought the public was interested in, but uh, it was a story that we had to bring up and tell. So tell us why that's important. Well, it is important because so many of our decisions that we make and the way we spend our, 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 our money, both individually and as well as organizations, and in fact even as um, communities, um, is really to improve the standard of living and our well-being in this area. And our well-being is, well, we're interconnected to all things, as our Native American uh, friends have taught us in the past River Symposium. And in fact, our lives, our well-being, our sense of joy and beauty is intimately connected to our watersheds around us. And um, communicating the, the science and what it's telling us to help the public and to help policymakers and to help reporters is not easy for us. Scientists and engineers, we tend to be trained to to speak carefully and slowly, we haven't really avoided, uh, we, we haven't really dealt that much and in, interacted with the public, but we're finding new ways now, um, especially with um, the social media platforms and other media events, um, radio and newspaper um, and magazines um, like this show here remain our central way and the most efficient way to communicate and disseminate that information to the public. Um, but we also want to explore other avenues, and that's what that's what this special session is about. And in fact, that's really why we offer the symposium, Mark. It's a chance for, for to draw to bring together people from all walks of life uh, to to put them in in place with. Um, we all share a common interest in watersheds and rivers and communities and and the connection therein. And so this is a chance for people to just log on online. It's free and it's open to the public. Um, you can um, get more information and register to the event at the website. Um, probably easiest just to, to uh, well, the URL is uh, the, the address that you can put in uh, your server would be river symposium, all one word, dot scholar, dot bucknell, dot edu. But I find it easier just to simply in your search box to Google just simply 2020 river symposium now and it'll come up. Now you mentioned eliminating racism and increasing diversity in watershed sciences. Honestly, this had never been a topic that I thought that I thought about, but uh, then we met Tanisha Williams on campus. Tell us uh, about her connection with all of this and this idea that diversity in the sciences uh, it, it just really isn't talked about too much. No, Mark, it isn't, and we need to find um, new and um, ways to talk about it. And Tanisha is just a wonderful person. 
She is a first-rate scholar. She is a postdoctoral research fellow at Bucknell University in the Botany Lab, which is directed by Dr. Chris Martin. And Tanisha has started this past year through the Botany Society of America um, a whole group on uh, people of color and diversity. Um, she speaks from her own story, as well as she has just such a delightful countenance that she draws many of us in where unknowingly we can be part of a system that sort of sets barriers. It's not welcoming. It doesn't include people um, of color and other minority groups in, in the sciences. And uh, we want to find ways to do that. Um, they, they are an active part of, of, of our work, and we want to find new ways to involve more people from all different backgrounds in, in, the, um, in, the, in, in the sciences and, and just contribute to, the, to our efforts. Well, yeah, she talked about how she would uh, lug around big scientific journals when she was out doing research in the field so that she wouldn't get questioned. People would see there's a black person in the stream bed. They'd, they'd wonder what was going on, but uh, she says she had to kind of look the part, have to look like one of you eggheads so that she wouldn't get questioned, I guess. is. Uh, and and that's, that's not exaggerating. You're exactly right. Uh, the other important one that uh, you had mentioned was trying to do research during the pandemics. Uh, explain what uh, Bucknell went through this past summer. Usually you have students uh, crawling all over the state, uh, you know, gathering information and doing internships. What happened this year? Um, we were not able to involve students in our uh, laboratory or field research. Um, we had to adopt a, a conservative um, policy that met all the state and the federal guidelines, and um, we're pleased to report it worked. But a lot of our work in science involves continuous data collections. We have certain sets of data, Mark, that we've been collecting on the hydrology or certain species of fish or salamanders that we've been doing for over 30 years. And this is the first year that I can remember in one of my watershed where I've not been able to take students in the field to collect that data. So we had to find other ways to do that, ones that met uh, travel restrictions. I was not able to travel to any of my sites overseas or outside of the United States, but I was able to get to some of my remote sites that did not meet um, that did not involve interacting with people outside of the university. I was able to meet the social um, distancing and uh, wear appropriate gear. But I found myself implementing more and more remote cameras, remote, uh, sensor instruments to be able to um, safely um, involve, because I couldn't interact with any um, human species um, in, in, in this area. And then, of course, we had to adopt, shift uh, the focus of our research, myself and others in the watershed sciences. We took it as an opportunity, really, to, to do a lot of numerical modeling and quantitative analysis, as well as just set up all our interactions via online, like Zoom or Skype calls. Well, yeah, I imagine that was a real challenge. Okay, so make a pitch for folks to go to this weekend's uh, symposium Friday and Saturday from 7 to 9 p.m. and uh, Saturday from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Make a pitch for folks to, uh, to log into this online symposium. Everybody's welcome. We'd love to have you join us beginning at 7 p.m. on Friday night. Cindy Adam Duns, the Secretary of Pennsylvania DCNR, and a nationally recognized conservationist will be the keynote speaker from 7.30 to 8. Uh, you can join that group by uh, logging in to Zoom. The link will be on the website. 
And then you can continue to enjoy posters from students from 8 to 10 p.m. on Friday via Zoom, and then events will kick off at 9 a.m. on Saturday with their special sessions and breakout discussions, followed with oral presentations and a luncheon plenary address from Brenda Sieglitz. She is the uh, director of the 10 Million Trees Partnership for the Chesapeake Bound Foundation, and, um, and everybody's welcome. Love to have you join us. All right, well, thank you so much. We are going to look that up. I'm going to log in Friday and Saturday night. Saturday won't be able to log in the whole day, but I'll be visiting in and out. So I'll definitely be monitoring what's going on with the symposium this weekend. Just Google uh, River Symposium Bucknell 2020, 15th anniversary. Dr. Ben Hayes, thank you so much, sir. Thanks for checking in today. Thank you so much, Mark. Ben Hayes, a program director of Watershed Sciences and Engineering Department of Bucknell University and uh, the chair of uh, this year's Susquehanna River Symposium, 15th annual symposium, free and open to the public. Anybody can log on and watch these important topics uh, get uh, talked about this weekend.